Hi, and welcome to the Parenting Podcast. Uh, I'm Chap Clark, and this is Parenting, where we explore the intersection of family, culture, and faith on behalf of young people. So I'm really glad you've joined me today as we give kind of an overview. This is our opening inaugural podcast where we're going to be talking about some things uh, that will range from so many different topics. Obviously, this is a, a huge topic having to do with young people. That's the, the targeted focus of the Parenting Podcast. And as I host, we will be bringing in many guests. We are going to be doing resources aplenty on the website, which is parenting.com, one T. And the topics and themes will vary greatly, all on, uh, with the idea of us coming together to try to understand who kids are, what they need. And what I mean by kids is anybody from a child up until literally they move more and more deeply into inner connected adulthood. That would be roughly 30 to 35. So uh, this is a podcast that's devoted to that intersection, that interrelationship between family, culture, and faith. So as we go into this, let me just, for this first one, break break this down into three basic categories um, to let you know what we will be exploring and why this matters so much. So if this is the only thing you've ever listened to, whether you are a parent, a grandparent, a person that just cares for the young, your teacher, your therapist, uh, whatever role you play, whether you're a person of deep faith and that's your primary motive for joining us or you're a person that more is interested in what do I do? I've got these kids in a classroom. I've got my own two children. Uh, I'm a stepdad in a new family system. Whatever role you play, we are going to explore these things in ways that very, very few actually take on. Um, here, Here we go. First, family. Well, that that general theme of family obviously will have to do with parents, but also any others that are related to a family system that impacts the young. And and again, when I say the young, I'm not just talking about the three-year-old to the 18-year-old, but most of us kind of categorize as young people. Uh, even though the legal age for most things is roughly 18 years old in most states, um, becoming an adult is much more complicated, has much more different pieces to it. And so we're talking well into their 20s and even a little bit later. What what do we do in terms of our family? And and so some of the things we'll be looking at and talking about is, is the family environment. Um, and not only the physical space that you create in order to be a helpful presence so a kid knows or a young person knows that they actually have this um, this uh, place that's a refuge of a sanctuary is my home environment. Physically, I've, whether it's a room that's mine or there's a certain chair I sit in or where I sit at the table for a meal, what is the physical space looking like and how does that contribute uh, to help a young person thrive or actually get in the way of what they're attempting to do as they grow up? But also that whole idea of the environment is related even more importantly to the emotional environment, to the sense of safety when I'm home. I heard a person 
uh, quite a few years ago when I was leaving college uh, that introduced me to a, a new kind of church plant that I was a part of as a college student. And I was going off and to work for a thing called Young Life, an organization called Young Life. And and the pastor up there stood up there in front of the congregation and said, um, Chap's been with us a while. He's going to be uh, heading out. But we want you to know, Chap, that uh, this church is always home. We're always family for you. And the definition of family is when you show up, is the door thrown wide open. Uh, the, the sense that in my family system, there's an environment, an experience where I know no matter what, regardless of anything that happens or I do or circumstances that hit us, I'm always literally home. And we're going to explore what that means because that, that often gets neglected in terms of the things we do as opposed to who we are and how we live. Um, so as we take a look at this, we're going to look at things like how do we play together? How do we listen to one another? What do we do with technology? All the things related to the family system, no matter what that means. It could be including neighbors or small groups that work together or extended family, but the family system as it impacts young people. That's our first category. The second is culture, which, boy, has a whole lot of definitions. A lot of people throw the word around, but don't necessarily know what they're dealing with. But culture uh, literally refers to what emerges from us together that helps us to define who we are. Usually it's the artifacts that are can be physical. Film is about culture. Music is having to do with culture. Uh, language. Um, all these different ways that we express how we envision life together. And so we will be looking in these podcasts a lot on uh, in terms of culture. In terms of, yes, obviously the impact of culture. I've written extensively about that for decades and have studied that my whole life as a person indirectly involved with young people, but also as a scholar and researcher. And so how has culture impacted young people? We hear about that every day from so many different voices, and we're going to take that on in a way that I'm fairly certain very few of us have actually explored. Um, but beyond just the impact, we're also going to take a look at what does it mean for us on behalf of young people to help them to learn what it means to engage with the culture around them, to uh, embrace the pond that they're swimming in with everyone else, regardless of worldview, our uh, perspective on how to live our lives, the polarization, the anger, the deep divides just across just about every line in our culture together. Well, that's the most unhealthy thing for someone as they're growing up because they're trying to find their place, and yet they're in part of a culture together with so many others. What, what does it mean to engage with them? Um, and this will include, and we'll spend a lot of time on this in these podcasts, this is what we're going to talk about, is what is critical thinking? How do we engage data and knowledge, and we'll explore that. Because I, I want you to remember, no matter who you are, and this is just a preliminary, if you listen to nothing else that we talk about and you somehow stumble onto this podcast, um, that even if you're only five or ten years 
older than the people we're talking about. Say you're a manager and you're 40 years old and you're dealing with people who are in their 20s and mid-30s. The world they grew up in, because life is changing so rapidly, especially in terms of culture, is vastly different than the world you grew up in. And to understand the nuances and the differences in how people think and how they access information and how they process and develop their own opinions, what tribes they align with, and how the, do they discern what is right and true, what they value, is um, so crucially important in helping young people to thrive and to develop as as they long to. And that leads us to the third area, this idea of faith, which I know for a lot of people, uh, probably at, at first, especially that would listen to this, um, that, that there's this thinking that they already have this faith thing figured out, that there is something having to do with, um, with a version of their faith system and likely coming out of my own background, uh, people who would identify with the Christian church in the West, especially the U.S., perhaps using a label like evangelical, although that's been really taken taken to task by some lately and also become a flag where um, to divide us. So the issue of faith uh, what do we see to be true? What do we experience and count on for our grounding as people, as folks that attempt to hear the voice? Uh, and for probably most of you listening to this, uh, that's the voice of God, the transcendent, the, the centering space that I'm drawn to by the power of this one who loves me. Um, what is faith? What does the Bible actually teach or other religious documents? Who are the voices we listen to and count on? Uh, and just to give you a little teaser when we go into the areas of faith, we're going to be talking about what's called theology, which is literally the theo meaning from the Greek word theos, God, ology, the study of, but most people think theology is just talking about ideas, but actually, it's really not. It comes down to is, how do I assign my belief system to the God that I worship, whoever and however that God looks, and then how do I respond? In other words, I have a vision of the transcendent or what's valuable and powerful, the spirit, and then how I live my life is a reflection of how I see that spirit, how I see that God, how I understand Jesus, how I live my life. See, that's actually theology. That's what we'll look at, is what is faith, and how do I demonstrate faith? How do I express that? How do I pass that on to young people, if that's important to me? And in fact, it is important for all of us because we all want to somehow impart our values to young people around us, especially our own children. So um, we're going to look at the definition of faith and faith systems. We're going to look at who you and I are as practical theologians and how we live our life. And, uh, and as we go, the faith aspect with the family influence and connectedness and then culture that uh, ever 
present reality of where we live and who we live among. All three of these we'll explore. And so on the website and in each podcast, we're going to be generally talking about just one of these areas in somewhere between 15 and 30-minute spots. And I'm always going to leave you with a question. So if you if you subscribe to this or pass this on, totally up to you. But I just want to let you know, I'm going to go after ideas that I've been exploring for a long, long time. Uh, I, I worked for an organization called Young Life for about 15 years and uh, in serving on the behalf of young people to come to know a Jesus maybe they've never encountered before. And then I moved from there to being actually a teacher, a professor. I went to the University of Denver uh, to learn about how we relate to one another and how we think and how we conceptualize what's important and then how that affects development of young people. So I've studied a lot of of attachment theory, systems theory, all these heavy theories that in practice really do have a lot to say to us. And then so I was a professor for a long time, youth, family, and culture. Um, So and then the last five years or so, I served in a community of faith uh, in Southern California. Great joy. And now that we've gotten mostly through the pandemic. Uh, I'm giving my life back to trying to bring into conversation these three specific areas on behalf of young people. This is what parenting is. It's not just parents. It's this community of people that care about the young. And I'll always leave you the question. So here's your question for the day. Is in what ways, or maybe just one way, um, does how you live your life, how you think, how you talk, your attitudes, the way you spend your time, the way you spend your money, how does how you live your life contribute to the betterment of young people, to the health, growth, development, thriving of young people? How does the way that you live your life help a three-year-old know that they actually belong in this world and they're loved? How do you think about and and treat a teenager you run into, maybe at the store, or a young adult who may look different than you or talk different than you? In other words, where in the way that you live your life do you bring a positive blessing or gift to someone who's young? And the second, that's the flip side of the same thing. Is there anything as you reflect on this, either alone or maybe if you're in a small group or you got a friend over coffee, is there anything you may want to consider that how you live, how you think, your attitude might actually, in the wrong hands, in the wrong situation, be a hindrance to somebody thriving? Could um, cause someone to feel less than welcome and valuable? You know, at the center of parenting, that's what it comes down to, how we think and how we live and how we talk, not just how we model or, or even the philosophies we have, the uh, news programs we listen to, the uh, perspectives we have. How do those things impact a young person right in front of us? That's why we're doing this. I hope you join me on a regular basis. We're going to be doing a bunch of these and bring in some really provocative guests. I hope you're mad just about every time you listen. 
I hope you're shaking a bit. And then there'll be some time for dialogue on the website. And just want you to know, it's just one guy that's been loving and studying kids his whole career and now trying to get a conversation going that seems not to happen all that often. So this is Parenting, and I'm Chap Clark. Thanks for listening. <laughs>